0: From Main Street to your street, the HRpreneur podcast is centered around helping small businesses like yours gain the knowledge you need, from HR, payroll and hiring, to time, taxes, benefits, and insurance. Today's episode is a special segment HRpreneur is bringing to you to explore banking and finance. Specifically, we'll dive into some key things to consider as you look to grow your business while protecting your cash flow. I'll be turning the episode over to my colleague, Stefan Pearson here at ADP. Welcome, Stefan, and enjoy.
1: Thank you, and uh, we're joined by Val Jones. Welcome back, and Val's a uh, familiar uh, participant on the podcast, so was glad to have you here again, and she's a small business leader at Wells Fargo who is specifically focused on helping diverse customers. Welcome back to the show.
0: Hey, it's great to be back.
1: So, uh, you know, again, thank you for taking time to speak with us. So before we get started, can you just, you know, refamiliarize our audience with your background?
0: Yeah, you bet. So I've been in banking since 1999. So you can do the math there, how long I've been around. Um, And I started in the branches, worked directly with customers, managed teams. And then I found my major, if you will, in banking and found small business. And I love it. I've been working in small business for over 10 years, doing a variety of roles, uh, small business lending, ran small business for Texas. And now I'm in a strategy role for small business. And I run our uh, program for women entrepreneurs called Connect More.
1: Now, so I appreciate that, Val. So again, you have a very diverse background. So let's get right into it. So how can small business owners start establishing credit to help their business grow and have success?
0: Yeah, great question. And I, I think uh, this is a really important one for business owners to think about is credit. I, I know a lot of times when you're just starting a business, sometimes it feels like I just got my paperwork started. I'm already overwhelmed just getting things up and running. And maybe credit is the last thing on your mind. Or maybe you're thinking, why would I need business credit? I've got all this personal credit. I can use that. But it's really important to think about that. If you think about as a, a consumer, when you turn 18, you typically want to get your credit started because right? you have aspirations for buying a car or having a mortgage, something like that. You have to start somewhere. So you typically get a credit card and use that responsibly, and then you're able to get other credit down the road. The same thing applies for small business. So I think it's really important that business owners understand that there's a separation between personal credit and business credit. And, and that's important for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's important to establish your business uh, business credit, just like you do on the consumer side, so that you have the ability to maybe buy that building down the road or buy some equipment for your business or have a line of credit to help you with your cash flow. Um, the other thing to think about is where your debt is sitting. So if you're thinking about, I'm using my personal credit cards or lines of credit, what have you, to fund this business, what that's doing is that it's sitting on my personal credit report, and it it can impact your debt-to-income ratio. That's a really important ratio that lenders use, both for consumer and business lending. If your amount of outstanding debt is really high to the amount of credit available to you, it's not a good time to apply for credit. And so what happens a lot of times for business owners is that they will fund the business with the personal and then at some, time, at some point they realize, hey, I should get some business credit. So they come to the bank, the bank said, you know what, your business is off to a really great start, you got some good cash flow, however, your debt to income ratio is really high. I've seen this happen many times and business owners are, you know, shocked. They're like, well, well, that's really for the business. I mean, I use that for the business. you are like, I believe you, however, it's still sitting on your consumer credit. If you, if you put it on the business credit, it's off of your personal credit bureau. So we're not going to see the debt hanging out on your personal credit bureau. And that frees you up on the personal side if you need lending on the personal side. And it also enables you to get business credit easier down the road too. So having that separation is really important. The last thing I'll say about this is that there's actually two different credit bureaus. So we're all hopefully pretty familiar with the consumer side. we got the three big credit bureaus where you can see what's going on with your personal credit. But there's actually a separate business credit bureau as well called the Small Business Financial Exchange. Um, and so that's a way for uh, lenders and others to assess the uh, credit quality of your business. So very important to keep them both really strong and keep them separated.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love that. I think that provides the proper context. I feel like a lot of times... They're so antsy and excited about their business being birthed that they kind of put the cart before the horse and then like they don't really know the sequential steps. So like if we kind of wanted to categorize it right in the business lifecycle, like in the seeding and startup phase, what are the planning steps that you need to account for?
0: Yeah. um, First of all, you need a good business plan. I don't I don't know if business owners really think about all of the key components of a business plan or why it's important. Um, but it really is. If you're getting things up and running, especially from a credit or cash flow perspective, anticipating what your business needs might be today as I'm getting things up and running, but five years down the road, 10 years down the road, and thinking about, to your point, sequentially, what are the steps that I should follow to help me get to where I need to go? So building this in, you know, I know we're talking about credit. I would build that in specifically to the business plan. So maybe here, I just established my business today. So I'm probably going to need to use personal credit. I'm going to apply for that business credit card to see if I can get some business credit going as well. But what are the steps that I need to take? What does that look like? And I'll say, uh, I'll add, once your business has been around for a couple of years, that's usually when banks will start wanting to talk to you. So build that into your business plan. I just started today. I'm going to try for that credit card. I'm going to utilize some personal credit potentially. Here's what the plan is. And then that's part of your funding strategy. So what are the sources of funding? Credit might be one, could be grants, could be your own personal injection. You could have investors. What does that look like for you? And then the last thing I'll say, and I'm stealing this from the uh, Association of Women Business Centers, because I really like it. They call it assembling your bail team, B-A-I-L. So B is banker, A is accountant, I is insurance agent, and L is lawyer. So you got to have your bail team around you. That's kind of like your board that's going to advise you for your business. So getting those three three things together is really going to help you get off to a great start.
1: No, I really love that acronym. And I feel like everything you were saying is pretty much like having patience and discipline. Like you have to have that trust that things are going to materialize, and then it may make sense as to why you're experiencing some sort of rejection or you're not having things unfold like you want to. So... Obviously I feel like the next pivot we should go to is about working capital. So like what are some common financing options available to small business owners?
0: Yeah, so I, I mentioned the credit card a few times. Just like you're a consumer starting things out, that's typically the first place you start for your business. So it's not just there just to establish business credit for your business. It's actually there to help you with simple you know, short-term lending needs. Think about it. You can use your credit card. You don't have to pay typically for 30 days any interest. So interest-free money for your business is a big win. So even if it's a short-term 30 days, that's great. And as you're using the card, just establishing that history, it's going to strengthen your profile for the next time that you need credit, which might be a line of credit. So lines of credit are kind of the next stage. I've I've used my credit card, my business is up and running. A line of credit is going to give me that flexibility to take advantage of opportunities to grow my business. Like maybe I don't have the cash on hand, but I know if I take on this client with this funding from the line of credit, I'm going to be able to grow my business. Um, And then there's SBA lending as well. So I don't don't want uh, business owners to think, well, there's no credit available to me until two years down the road. That's absolutely not true, right? So the SBA has many different programs available, depending on your situation that might suit your needs. So if I'm just starting out, I think those are my three places I'm gonna look first.
1: Love it. So to continue that theme of like building blocks, Let's go to the next life cycle stage. In a growth phase, what are some ways to improve and control cash flow? And if you could if you don't mind just like highlighting some key areas as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I think it's a good time to revisit that business plan. So, a business plan is not a one and done. It's a living breathing document. So, I built it when I just started out. How how many things are true? How many things are not true and that I need to adjust. So, that's a great place to start. And then you wanna really take a look at your intake. So, how are you accepting payments in, and is there a way you can get your money faster, right? So that's the name of the game. If I'm getting money in, I want that cycle to be as short as possible. So. Depending on what your business model is, you could have options like merchant processing, you could utilize Venmo or other kind of alternative uh, cash movement properties. But you want to give your clients as many opportunities to pay you as quickly as possible. Maybe you offer a discount, right? Um, My husband's a photographer and he used to do that all the time. So if you pay the invoice within 30 days, I'll give you a 10% discount, right? If you pay it after then then you know what you're going to get. So there's different creative ways that you can think about it, but always be thinking about how am I going to get my cash in as quickly as possible. And on the flip side, when you're paying out money, you want to delay that for as long as possible. You want to hold on to as much cash as you possibly can. So especially as your business is up and running, perhaps you have developed good relationships with your vendors, you can start asking for different kinds of terms. Can I pay you in 60 days? Can I pay you in 90 days? And depending on how good of a a customer you are for them, they might say yes, right? So it's always worth negotiating these things and revisiting these things. Of course, we're talking about credit. So credit facilities are an important component of the pie. So if if you've done your homework, you're like, I'm getting my cash in as quickly as I can. I've negotiated my terms as much as I can. But sometimes there might be needs for me to get an extra injection of cash. And the best one I can think of is an, an expansion opportunity, right? So I do want to say that as well. Line of credit or business credit shouldn't bail your business out of a tricky situation. It's really there for you to get money that you need to expand and grow. So I just wanted to add that in there because sometimes that's a surprise for clients when they apply for credit at banks and banks are saying now not a good time for you. Um, and then the other thing I would say is payroll. Right. So how, how are you paying your employees? How does that process work? How is that impacting your uh, uh, cash flow? And obviously, we're talking with the experts here at ADP that can guide you along on that journey as well.
1: No, I, I appreciate the light that you're shedding on that and um, definitely giving that insight and then providing the tips and tricks or alternatives or maybe look at it from this angle, especially when you get to arrive at those different stages. So I, you mentioned several times like business credit. So how can business credit be leveraged for protecting cash flow? especially during these tough, you know, uncertainty or unknown times, you know, economically?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, COVID was a real um, bold example of that. You know, so for customers, business clients that had credit established, they were probably able to lean on that a little bit when lockdown happened. If my business is very um, in-person oriented, that would be a tricky time for me. And of course, we did eventually get the payment protection program, but there was a gap in there. So what am I going to do right now? Credit is a great way to cover that. And I know I mentioned before that credit's not really there to bail you out per se, but let's be honest, there are going to be ebbs and flows with your business. Maybe that big client didn't pay you on time. Maybe, you know, and you still got payroll looking you at the face. So it's great and it gives you so much peace of mind if, you know, okay, I've got that line of credit. I can really tap on that if I really need to in this situation. But by the time you're in a bad situation, you're probably not going to get the credit when you apply for it, right? So it's really good to prepare ahead of time. And if you ask a banker when is the best time to get credit, pretty much they're going to say right away when you don't need it. So the best time to get credit is when you feel like everything is running great with your business. I don't need credit. Everything's awesome. Guess what? That's the time to get it.
1: No, and to be honest, it's more of a proactive versus reactive because yes. a lot of times you don't you're overwhelmed and you're making these panicky, almost like not sound decisions, and right. now you're compromised. That's right. So again, I, I love this conversation. Uh, so just to kind of wrap things up, what is like some overall strategies for business cash flow management?
0: Kind of sum up some of the things that we talked about already. So, forecast your cash flow. We didn't really talk about that, but there's plenty of tools that are out there to help you do that. Maybe your bail team, your accountant can help you out with that. There's plenty of tools out there. Um, it's really important to take a look at what's going on with your cash flow and do your best to forecast that. You wanted to monitor your burn rate. So, how quickly am I burning through cash? Does it make sense? Um, another thing that I would say is ex- examine what your expenses are and see if they're necessary, right? Do you have things that you don't really need anymore, or can, again, can you negotiate different um, terms, et cetera. So it's really important. Um, And then generating your cash flow statement. So again, your accountant can help you with this, or if you're doing it yourself, um, it's really important that you do that. And again, there's plenty of tools to help you do that, but you need to stay on top of this. This is one of the most important things that you need to monitor for your business. And then don't be afraid to incorporate technology. I mentioned already, there's plenty of tools, resources, apps, programs, um, available for you out there. I'm, I'm agnostic as to which ones that I think are the best, but it's, it depends on what's best for your business. But, but you would be remiss if you don't have some kind of way to monitor your cash flow. If you don't have anything going on right now, then you need to start doing that.
1: As always, great and sound advice. Um, again, thank you. I know this is the second time you're on the podcast. Let's go for the trifecta, doing another one. I mean, make a, a permanent fixture, to be honest. Uh, but again, we're at the end of the episode, so thank you for joining us, and we really do appreciate you. So thanks, Val.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always great to be here. Presented by ADP, HRpreneur focuses on the entrepreneurs and business drivers who are shaping the growth of their companies and positively impacting the lives of their employees. With each episode, we'll bring the experts to you, answer your questions, and help you think beyond today so you can discover more success tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to HRpreneur. Be well, and we hope you'll join us again soon.